I'm Jonathan Polevsky, and it's my pleasure to interview Manuel Barueco for these podcasts. How long have you been playing the Iran West? How many years? And that is my first question, yes. And the second is going to be how many times I've played it. No, I'm not going to ask you that. (laughs) I actually, uh, I began working on it when I was about, I guess, about 15 or so. Mm -hmm. But mind you, before that. The, the music wasn't available. I mean, when I was in Cuba, I couldn't. I didn't really? Have, yeah. So this is so surprising to me. Was it unavailable because it was uh, an unapproved piece, or or was well, it just physically it, unavailable? Because there was nothing. Uh huh. There was nothing. I mean, you know, if you went to the to the music shops over there, you know, after the revolution, there was just nothing in the stores. Wow, remarkable. I think this piece is so iconic for guitarists, for Rodrigo, and for Spain. I mean, nothing symbolizes these three things more than anything else. And it is, to me, unimaginable to think of the guitar without this piece of music now. It's definitely one of the most important pieces and definitely the most important with uh, with orchestra. Important meaning, you know, as far as how, how often it gets performed and... And, uh, and it gets performed that often because it really is a beautiful piece of music. I mean, there, there's basically, as far as I can tell, there's nothing wrong with it. And it's actually, it's really a lot of fun to play it, you know. Well, except Physically with, fun, is it? Well, uh, I mean, it, it, it's, not, it's not fun in the sense that it's difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always nerve-wracking. But it's fun in the sense that people love to play it. You know, the orchestras like playing it, and the conductors like it, and the audience like it. And it's really fun all around to do it. I'm curious, do you still use the same score? Yeah, I have it, but but I I go uh, I'm always changing things, so I keep uh, making like you know photocopies of you know serial copies of, of everything. So I have about you know two million copies of it. You change fingerings? I change fingerings. I I make a lot of notations. You know, I make notes to remind myself of things. So so actually, one of the things that I have next to my, to my chair, you know, where I practice, is, is a copy machine. You know, I, I make tons of copies of things. Yeah. Did you? I find that it saves time. It saves me time, a lot of time. Did you ever meet Rodrigo? Yeah. And uh, do you ever talk about the piece with him? I met him a number of times, you know, and, and the first time he was uh it was actually playing this piece and the uh and the Fantasia both in the same concert and but you know, he, he wasn't particularly talkative, you know, he was at least not to me, you know, he didn't say much, you know. So the director of the festival apparently he spoke to him and, and he was saying some complimentary things about me and the director told him, Well why don't you tell him well directly, you know? So I don't know if it was his, you know, his personality or what. I saw him a few times, and I played in, in, in a few concerts in his honor, you know, through, throughout the years. And when you said earlier there's nothing wrong with it, I think there's a, such an issue of balance and sensitivity if you're going to write guitar concertos, if you're going to have any sort of real orchestra with colors. I mean, look, Vivaldi, it's very easy. You, you, know, you, know, you can do it with uh, six strings, and it works beautifully. But there are such issues with balance, and, and just amplifying is not an answer mm-hmm. in itself. Uh, you know, you have to really be very creative as a composer, and you have to do mm-hmm. a lot of thinking. Now, Rodrigo didn't play the guitar. Right. How did he get it so right? The balance with the guitar is always going to be an issue. Uh, at least it has been up until now, unless, unless one amplifies. And even then, there are issues to be dealt with. But that piece is, is as well written, I think, as, as it can be for dealing with the balance with the orchestra. Much more in the second and third movements. I think with those, basically no amplification is needed, as long as it's, it's a room where you can hear the guitar. There are some moments in the, in the first movements uh, that it's, it's, uh, it's hard to hear. He was obviously very aware of it. I mean, it's very light orchestration, like in, in like in the third movement, it's very light. He begins all the movements with the guitar alone or only with the bass. It gives time to get used to the sound of the instrument. You know, uh, you know, in the climax of the piece, in the in the second movement, is with a rascal thing. I mean, that's how you can get the most sound out of the guitar. 
it just works, you mm-hmm. know. I must confess, I never get tired of hearing people yeah. play it. I never, you know, it's, uh, it is, it always is delightful and, uh, I think it is, you know, it is a classic. I think it's gonna be here for long after we're gone. I think it will be. You know, you know what I just rem- remembering now is that, is that the first time I heard it. I remember it was a Yepes, uh, recording. This is again back in Cuba where the, the, suddenly there were no records, there was nothing. There were no, there was no music and I had this friend that had the recording. I remember, Walking there and, and listening to this scene and thinking it was like the most beautiful thing I had, I had heard. And not only the piece itself, but also the combination of the guitar with the orchestra. You know, I mean, I must have been like 13 or something when that happened, but I was very impressed with that. Yeah, incredible colors. I mean, yeah. just the, the idea of thinking about the English horn and the guitar, it's just, it's, uh, it's remarkable mm-hmm. colors. When you went to Spain, uh, you know, as a much older man, did the concerto remind you of Spain? I mean, did it, uh, you know, did you say, ah, oh, this is where this comes from and this is how this is referenced or not so much? Well, actually, by, by going to, to Aranjuez itself, you know, to the palace, it did. I mean, before I, we go there, I mean, for those who haven't been there, I mean, it's, it's, Spain is a pretty varied country. You know, when you speak about the, the, the center or the north or the south, it was, I mean, they're really dramatically different. But if you go to, to the palace, I mean, the way that I imagined it was like this. I mean, the, the first movement, movement is very pastoral, you know, and it's like you're outside in the gardens walking around and you hear the birds and all that. I think the second movement, supposedly he went there in celebration of his marriage and, and also they had lost a child. Mm. And it's supposed to be a love song and, you know, and obviously a very sad song as well. And then the last movement is more courtly. So suddenly you're inside the castle, the palace. And it's very, um, what, how is it marked? Uh, like gentile, no? So with gentility should be played, you know. So being there, I think it does become clear the, the different aspects. So at least that's the way I imagine it. The last thing that I always find remarkable about this piece is it's the great piece of guitar repertoire that is not written for the greatest augmenter of guitar repertoire uh, in history. I mean, it's not written for Segovia, which I always think is oh, remarkable. Yeah. How did that happen? Do you know? No, I don't know the history behind it, but, but I, the, at least the uh, legend is that, that he rejected the piece, that he, he thought it wasn't playable. That is really amazing. And he got yeah. the Fantasia, he got the Fantasia. which he recorded. And I don't think he ever recorded the Aranjuez. No, no, know. no. I don't, I don't, did he the, ever even play the Aranjuez? I don't think he did. Wow. That's I remarkable, you know? That is. Saints de la Maza, I think, was the... Saints de la Maza, was, I think the... He wrote it for him, and I believe he was the first one to play it as well. It's just remarkable. You know, I think there's so many interesting uh, milestones with this piece. And, and it would have been such an obvious, mm-hmm. you know, combination of the Aranjuez with Segovia. You know? Right. He never did. Remarkable. Well, uh, good luck performing it, and I know uh, that the audience will look very uh, much forward to your interpretation, and thank you very much for talking with us. Thank you, my pleasure.